Hello, this is Pastor Arlene Romaine, and you are listening to Listen, Live, and Learn, where we listen to hear God's Word in order to live it out in our daily lives and learn by applying the scriptures about ourselves, our world, and our God. I'm so glad you're here, so let's get started. Welcome back. This is uh, episode number 29 of our podcast, Listen, Live, and Learn. And if you have been walking beside me on this journey, just know that I am so grateful for you. Uh, I thank my God every time I think of you, as the scripture says. Truly, that is true. Um, I am grateful for all of the seeking minds and hearts, those who are willing to set aside a moment uh, from time to time to dive into the scriptures with me. Um, Today, we will pick up where we left off last time, which is uh, picking up at Matthew chapter 14, beginning to read at verse 22 and reading through to the end of the chapter. This uh, particular bit of scripture might be quite familiar to many of you. Um, it is some of uh, perhaps the most powerful testimony to us of what it means to be a disciple of Jesus as we find uh, the disciples in trouble once again and so let's turn our hearts and our minds and listen for what the Lord has to teach us again this day as uh, we read through the scriptures as we listen uh, to the voice of the Lord speaking to us through the power of God's word Um, Just know that even in this act alone of listening to scripture, we are being transformed. Um, So let's see what the word has for us today. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there all alone. But the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. During the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. Lord, if it is you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come. Jesus said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. 
but when he saw the wind he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, Jesus said, why did you doubt? When they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. When they had crossed over, they landed at Gennesaret. And when the men of that place recognized Jesus, they sent word to all the surrounding country. People brought all their sick to him and begged Jesus to let the sick just touch the edge of his cloak. And all who touched him were healed. Well, we're picking up here where we left off last time. And if you recall, John the Baptist had just been murdered by Herod in the prison and his head brought to Herodias on a platter. And Jesus and his disciples had just learned of what had happened. And they tried to go and withdraw to a private place where they could be together and grieve and pray and just be together in this tragic moment of hearing about the death of John the Baptist. But as they get into the boat and try to go off to a solitary place, they are followed by the crowds. And so when Jesus and the disciples land on the shore, there are thousands who are already gathered there. And so rather than tell them to go away, Jesus feeds them and teaches them and shows us a miracle of feeding 5,000 men and women, plus women and children with just five loaves of bread and two fish. And so we have just had this abundant miracle. And now it is time for Jesus to send the disciples off to travel across to the other side of the lake, to leave the crowds. And if we were to read this account of the feeding of the 5,000 from one of the other Gospels, we would discover that the reason why he sends his disciples away is because the crowds are talking about making Jesus their king by force and concerned for his disciples whom he has been teaching and training in the ways of God and God's kingdom and for fear of the crowd's influence over them, Jesus protects them once again. And he has them get into their boat and sail across to the other side of the lake. And after he dismisses the crowds and has made his disciples get in the boat and they have left, now, finally, Jesus 
has the opportunity to go up alone on a mountainside to pray. And he stays there for the entire evening, we're told, until very late into the night. And he then comes walking to them as they are still in the boat, there in the middle of this lake, which we may picture a small lake, but truly this is a tremendous lake. This is a lake that is notorious for storms and for sinking of boats and for the loss of lives. So when they see Jesus come walking to them, they're terrified. Of course, I think we all would be. It's not every day we see a human being come walking on top of the water. And as he gets closer, they cry out to him in fear. And he responds to them not to be afraid. But Peter being typically Peter, always the one who has to go to extremes to prove his love for his Lord, challenges Jesus. And he says, if it is truly you walking there on the water, then tell me to come and I will get out of this boat and I will walk on the water to you. Peter is challenging the Lord here. If it's good enough for you, Jesus, then it is good enough for me. If you can walk on the water, then prove to me that it is you by having me walk on the water as well. Well, Jesus happily complies and tells Peter, tells Peter to come. But no sooner does Peter take this challenge and he proves himself to be too fearful to complete it. First, he asks Jesus to prove himself. Then, he fails the challenge that he himself has asked for. And so he begins to sink. And then he cries out, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus reaches out his hand to catch Peter. Now all along, Jesus was right there in front of him. But when Peter takes his eyes off the Lord, and when he looks around him at the chaos and sees the wind, blowing on the water, he becomes afraid. Perhaps Peter is not as brave as Peter portrays himself to be. Perhaps there are times when we ourselves have asked for a particular challenge only then to become afraid when the Lord answers us to go to come into this new challenge. And if in those times we look away from the Lord, surely we grow afraid 
whenever we try to accomplish great things, even things for our churches, even things for the Lord's kingdom, for God's kingdom. If we take our eyes off the Lord and forget that he is right there with us, then we too will become afraid. We too may feel as though we are sinking and full of despair. And then we too can cry out, Lord, save me. Surely the Lord is right here with us. And he himself reminds us to be of faith and not to doubt when he has told us to come. When we have asked for something great, when we have asked to receive a miracle, when we are being challenged to step out of the boat in faith, and sometimes we are the ones asking even to step out of the boat and receive the challenge of the Lord, it is then that we must be confident that it is not by our power that we serve the Lord, but it is by our faith in the Lord and the Lord's power at work in our lives. That same power that kept Peter above the water until he took his eyes off from Jesus and grew afraid and saw the wind and the chaos around him. But even then, we can cry out to the Lord when we feel as though we are sinking. Lord, save me. And Jesus will catch us. And Jesus will help us to climb back into the boat so that we can worship him, saying truly, you are the Son of God. Truly, we are not. And truly, by your power, through the power of the Holy Spirit at work within us, we too can do amazing things for God's kingdom. Well, I hope that this time in the Word has helped you in whatever situation you may find yourself in. Perhaps you're asking for a greater challenge of God. Perhaps you're asking the Lord to call you. Perhaps you're ready to step out of the boat that you have been in. Perhaps there is much chaos in your life and you feel as though you are drowning. Perhaps you have taken your eyes off of the Lord. Perhaps you are relying only on your own strength and power and forgetting all the while that truly our Lord is the Son of God and that it is by his power, by the power of the Holy Spirit at work within us, that we can do amazing things. Take care, my friends. Until next time, God bless.